and we're live. Yay. Yay, we did it. We did it. I got an ad for DoorDash. Yay. Oh, man. <laughs> is it making you hungry? I just ate like an hour ago. I hope it isn't, oh. but I kind of do want to snack on something. Yeah, I had a granola bar like immediately before we started. Man, all, so. all I got in the house right now are healthy snacks like apples and like uh, baby carrots. Could really just oh, I like something. baby carrots. Yeah, I could just go for something dirty though, like a bag of chips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, your go to chip? Uh, I've been bouncing back and forth between salt and vinegar and ketchup, both lays. Yeah. I like me some ketchup chips. It, it's weird because anytime I talk to, like, Americans specifically mm. about ketchup chips, they think it's disgusting. And I kind of agree. In theory, it should be because I don't like ketchup just at all. Yeah, that's uh, fair. It doesn't taste like ketchup, though. It's hard to describe it, it, what it a ketchup doesn't. chip tastes like. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's like a a barbecue sauce that's more tangy or something. Less bite to it. Which is funny because there's actual barbecue chips, too, which is that yeah. exact description. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's such a hard flavor to describe, and I don't know. And I think if I hadn't grown up with them, I wouldn't have ever tried them because I don't like ketchup. And, like, if I didn't know just inherently what they taste like because of eating them when I was much, much younger, at, like, 15 and up, I would have just thought they were disgusting and never bothered with them I mean, myself. that's entirely fair, too, but yeah. Like, I, I would probably be super curious. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. At some point, you just want to try it out. I, I feel like even though, like, certain, like, I don't like all dressed chips, like, I still tried it because I was like, well, I don't know what that means, so I'm going to try it. <laughs> I still kind of don't know what it means, but it's, like, kind of everything in one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the problem with it. Yeah, it's too tangy for me. Too much flavor. It's a little too much. Hate yeah, it. yeah, a little bit too much. How do you feel about like a plain chip? If you have like some dip or something, I, I don't even need the dip. Sometimes uh, I feel like just sometimes you just want like a, a fast, salt. fast salt. Yeah, and that's just yeah, that's just plain chips. Sure. Yeah, sometimes a dip's a good dip's good. I just don't usually go out of my way for it. I feel like you're complicating yeah. the the whole logic behind chips, which is supposed to be hand goes in, chips come out. Sure, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the last time I have had dip. It must have been at like a parent's like party or something. Yeah, because that seems like a parent thing to get dip with the chips for the party. I I, I got into this habit recently. I, I don't have them around, for example, but uh. I wanted to keep eating like ketchup chips, but I also wanted yeah. to do things. So uh, yeah. I learned how to do chopsticks with chips, which okay. is like the, the most like portion control thing you could do. But also it's just sure. like, it, this is kind of neat. And I actually really sucked at using chopsticks before. And this actually helped a surprising amount. Sure. Yeah. And then you're not like just stuffing your mouth. full. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it forces you to slow down. Cause you can't just grab like a giant handful because if you do, they're just going to fly everywhere. Yeah, that's pretty smart. That's a good idea. And yeah, ketchup chips in particular, they get this like like a crust on your fingers by the time yeah. you're well, they, done. They, they coat your hands in up. red. And like I have a bunch of white yeah. controllers. So I'm like, I can't do this. This is just oh, going to make yeah. the biggest mess. Yeah. Yeah, I remember having like a friend growing up that was like that friend 
that if you were playing games, like, motherfucker always found some way to get it, the controller dirty and just never wanted Ooh. to play with them. It's like buttered popcorn, chips, oh, like just something. Man. There's always something that is just like, no, go go wash your hands. That's <laughs> the worst, your... man. It's just like uh, like you want to keep them clean because they're expensive, yeah. like especially back then. Oh, totally. And you only got like one or two because your parents bought them for you usually. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Oh, don't be that friend person listening don't be that person <laughs> wash your goddamn hands <laughs> this is good life advice in general wash your damn hands wash your damn hands god you, did you see what happened last year if people would have just washed their damn hands <laughs> i'm like where's god it going damn. oh yeah oh, no. that thing, that thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah that thing yeah <sighs> yeah uh sean's gone He's dead. No, he's with his wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. He's dead. Breaking, I, this is how I learned about it. Damn. <laughs> yeah. No, he's with his mom. Uh, if you follow him on Instagram, you'll see all the amazing hiking pictures he's taking. Like an hour before this, even <laughs> he's posting a whole bunch of pictures of him riding in uh, one of those water boat planes or whatever and doing a hike in victoria bc somewhere yeah he's living the good life right now outdoors uh he likes that stuff i'm not too fond of planes myself so uh, i i've dealt with them enough in my life i feel i don't like them <laughs> i don't like them at all so but uh he's not here this week on this edition october 14th top-down perspective he saves it. He saves it. Look at him go. Uh, as always, I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Sometimes John Wheeler. I I I have many doubles. I have many alts. It's whatever I'm. Whoever <laughs> I'm in the mood to be, that's who I am today. It just happens. It lines up a lot as John Wheeler. Makes sense. Okay, John. What have you been playing? Uh, the only thing I've been playing is Metroid Dread. Yeah, of course. We're gonna yeah. talk a bunch about Metroid Dread. Yeah. Uh, finished it today, actually. Okay. Uh, I played a little bit before we went live here. I literally just finished ME6 and got yep. Wave Beam. So okay. that's where I am. You Are you going for 100% hours. or not? So, no at first because I need to see the story because I know it's going to get spoiled. It's yep. almost been spoiled for me like three or four times this week. Uh, so, and then I'm probably going to like reload the save or something, then get a hundred percent just to have it. Cause yeah. I want to stay in that world a little longer. Yeah, no, I would, I would finish up the story ASAP. Cause there's, there's some things in that ending that I'm very much like, I want to talk to someone about this. Yeah. There, there's some implications. Yeah. I'm almost wondering if we do, well, we got to see where Sean's at with it. I'd like to do like a spoiler cast. There's a lot of specific things I'd like to talk about. I mean, even up to the point I'm in, that's crazy, and I'm sure mm. it's going to get crazier, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it took me, I think my game time said seven and a half hours to get 100%. Okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. I've heard anywhere between eight to ten hours for people to beat it and up to 15 hours for completion. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I looked. I, I took a picture of it. Seven hours, thirty six minutes, thirty nine seconds for my first time playing through one hundred percent. Cool. So not very long at all. Well, now uh, I did. I reloaded saves a little bit to because there's some uh, Shine Spark puzzles that are just like, okay, we need you to do this, 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 but you might not be aware that you can do this yet. So have fun. Yeah. I, just I was just started like, doing I don't, don't want to waste like 40 minutes of trying to figure out how to get one missile pack when it's just like, oh, I could have just done this instead and it's way easier. Some of them are kind of crazy <laughs> what you what they're yeah. asking you to do. Yeah. But I was I was expecting worse, though, on a bunch of these because some people are mm. like, oh, man, they're so dirty. I'm like, yeah, some of these are hard, like, but I seem to remember Zero Mission having some absolute bullshit ones. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think I 100 percented Zero Mission. I'm pretty sure I just played through it, so I don't think i know those ones hmm. <clears throat> uh yeah. overall what do you think so far i liked it of, i, I guess it's so there. far like i've beaten the so game far, <laughs> yeah uh yeah i liked it uh it's it's pretty high up on my metroid list i would say uh yeah they, it's definitely a step up from samus returns there's no denying that oh yeah <laughs> yeah there's a difference for sure yeah i do have some gripes about the game though okay are they uh, um, spoilery? No, I'll I'll okay. avoid spoilers as much as I can. Okay. Uh, I wasn't feeling most of the bosses, to be perfectly honest. Uh, every oh, boss hits bosses. so fucking hard. <sighs> yeah. Um. I so David Jaffe has been like freaking out about difficulty and dread. I was gonna say, why have we even been listening to David Jaffe? But all right, I'll I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll bite. I, I just keep seeing a whole bunch of stuff about how David Jaffe's really mad about difficulty and it's specifically about dread and got into a bunch of Twitter fights about it. Yeah, um, that sounds like David Jaffe. <laughs> but they're like, so a lot of people have said, and I've heard before I started, this is the hardest Metroid. And for a while I was just like, what are people even talking about? Like, this isn't that bad. Uh, it it is an unfair difficulty of if you get hit twice you're dead like the bosses yeah. just hit way too hard the the bosses hit way too hard and i'd argue yeah. if they toned down how much damage you took on the bosses people wouldn't even be saying that they would say 100%. it's pretty fairly balanced agreed yeah yep uh i found that most bosses i died to at least once because i was trying to learn them or learn their yep. patterns and then i would just either like goof up an input or just i wouldn't realize i'd taken so much damage i'm like i've been hit three times i had six tanks what happened yep for sure. That's a thing. Uh, yeah. I will say this. I really enjoyed the final boss fight, though. Like, uh, some of the bosses okay. are actually really cool. Some of them are kind of eh. But that final boss, it, while difficult, was really good. That was cool. a fun fight. Uh, I also am kind of meh on the Emmys. Yeah, I don't like the Emmy parts at all. And that's kind of like... So, when they were showing this game off... I kind of thought it showed bad because I didn't think like the stuff they were showing looked good just like aesthetically because that you, you find out that those parts kind of aren't supposed to. They're like shitty and dark and uh, kind of like, uh, uh, what is it? it? Has like a grain on it and just, yeah, I, I don't love the Emmys or any of that part, those parts at all. Everything in between, I like absolutely adore though. Oh, the, the, yeah. the exploring in the game is great. I it's love just good. wandering around trying to find stuff. Although, I'll admit, when I was getting 100%, I'm like, where the hell is there one item I haven't seen? And it's like, oh, you just forgot to hit this thing. I'm like, oh, dang it, of course. 
But yeah, like sure. the Emmy, the Emmys are like, I love running away from them. That part's like super fun. But some of the Emmys later on just kind of get unfair. They get like weird, like buffs that just make them a pain in the ass to deal with. And uh, getting rid of them yeah. is the same every time. I really wish there had been some variety there. Yeah, they. it seems like a missed opportunity. So the Emmys all kind of have like a gimmick. Uh, like one of them is able to go through tunnels to get to you faster through the different areas that you can't access. One mm-hmm. of them's really fast. One of them can like kind of look through walls and has a bigger range to detect you. So it's kind of always hunting you. Uh, it would have been cool if they programmed it somehow where you use their like strengths against them somehow to like take them out. Like they could have done mm. some really interesting boss fights with the Emmys, but you're right. They kind of just made them all get the thing to blow their head off. At some yeah. Point. <laughs> yeah. My, the other thing I hated was sometimes like, so where an Emmy would spawn when you come into an area was random and sometimes yeah. they would literally spawn right in front of the door. And it's just like, oh, cool. Yep. Now, what am I supposed to do here now? Like, I hate it. That, that's the randomness of it didn't help it. Yep. But, like, anytime it was just like, okay, you have to, like, do some tight platforming to kind of get away from the enemies. That that was fun. Yep. Uh, the counter window for fighting them is, I I mean, they, they meant to make it tight on purpose. Uh, but, totally. Yeah. I also felt stupid. There's a bunch. I learned how to counter them for the most part. There's like a window where you can roughly get it in, but mm-hmm. uh, I forgot you could slide under their legs when you have yeah. done that. So there's sometimes where I'm like, I'm trying to jump over him. Oh no, I've been pushed back. What am I supposed to do? Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I had one point where I was literally like backed into a corner. Behind me was a door. I tried to jump over. I'm like, oh crap. Well, I'll turn around and go through the door. Going through the door, unfrozen from the stun animation, and he grabbed me again immediately. I'm like, oh come on, lay him. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, the the Emmys were a bit of a crapshoot, and I get they were trying to get yeah. what the SAX was in Fusion, and I f- don't think they quite hit that. They I, didn't. I don't. I don't think they did. Yeah, I agree. But I I did like the novelty of it. I guess I just didn't like the especially the later ones. The execution was kind of meh. But um, yeah. yeah, if I had any complaints, it would it would be bosses hit way too hard, and uh, the Emmys are just kind of meh. But otherwise, like it's a really good game if you love exploring in metroidvanias this is primo the movement yeah. feels so fluid yeah yeah there's some cool shit you can do of running shine sparking sliding through something going into a ball and then shooting across a level like it's fucking crazy <laughs> i can't yeah. wait to see a speed run of this game it's going Me to be too. awesome people are starting to find like sequence breaks for getting all the items and i'm just like how i don't even th- can't even think of how you would have gotten half of these like yeah. i'm legit curious i like i'm I, part of me wants to go back into the game to figure out some of that and the other parts me like i have other shit i have to play this year like totally yeah, yeah. i have work to do like yeah <laughs> Yeah. Any percent is already below two hours. That is insane. How? (laughs) How? Oh, man. Yeah. The exploration in this game is really good. The addition or the use of teleporters to kind of keep it somewhat linear so that you can just like get stuff and then you can like get the 100% if you want or whatever. Like there's a good balance of if you just want to play through it, just follow the path that's like pretty obvious to you and given to you. Yeah, uh, and you'll get through it. Otherwise, you can do like search around and do certain things uh, when you have the right abilities to get stuff. Uh, 
I found I, it so interesting seeing the Discord of first-time players like talking about the game. They're like, I can't figure out where to go. Oh, I had to shoot a wall. Oh, that's stupid. And it's like, no, that's just how yeah. Metroid is, man. That's that's they've always been like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's it's pretty easy in this to tell which blocks are the ones you should maybe check as well. Usually, yeah. And then uh they brought back an ability from Samus Returns that's just like do you, you want to find everything? Just use this. Yeah. It even gives you like a little thing on the map now too in locations where yeah. you're close to I getting was it. I was so grateful for that cuz I'm like I yeah. like I can't look over the entire map like uh, I'm not going to know where to come back to and then it's just like yeah, it go to this vague area. I'm like, "Oh, that's so nice for quality of life." Yeah. Yep, that's a good one. Good one for sure. Uh I will say I don't think the music's anything special myself. It's fine. I don't mind it, obviously. Uh, I'm kind of bummed out. Like I'm kind of bummed out that when you pick up an item, it just goes like like it beeps randomly. I'm not a fan of that sound, but I do oh. like that when you get like the actual proper items, they do still give you the jingle. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of meant like in the area, there's nothing too memorable here for me. And then yeah. I, I was kind of like thinking, I don't think there's any real huge memorable moments in musically in any metroid except super metroid because that one's just burned into my childhood brain so that's the kind of the one i always go back to yeah, yeah. that's fair but they, like they're going for atmospheric there's only so much they can do i feel that they they picked yeah. the the hand they they felt they were dealt yeah yeah no i agree and it's not i don't think the music is bad either. yeah like it's just i'm not gonna pop this on like like spotify or anything like that sure i think all the different biomes are kind of represented like you got your fire area icy type area uh water area like everything that you would assume and they all look pretty good there's a nice 2.5 3d effect going on in a lot of the backgrounds and Dude, like cool I, things in the forefront. i love all the camera tricks they do in this game it, it's yeah. so satisfying like some of the bosses literally when you're just in the middle of a fight you'll suddenly just cut to a different camera angle and it just looks super cinematic like that was it's really well cool. done even little things like making your map go away when you're like fighting a mini boss so that you're kind of in the moment and you don't have HUD elements everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's good. It's some good stuff. No, there's some good decisions there. I do feel, I hope they get to do a third one. I feel their third one's going to be a masterpiece because this one was really good. Sure. Yeah. Huge, uh, huge step up from, I mean, most like, Metroid games. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like Samus Returns, it, probably both because it is the Game Boy game, which I always didn't like, and because uh, they were kind of still yeah. figuring things out. I wasn't the biggest fan of. Like, I liked it, but I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like coming back to it. But, like, this one feels like such a step up. Yeah. They got the parry working properly. Yeah. Dude, I the do moving. Th moving with the parry was such a, a game changer. Totally. I do think... Uh, they maybe still rely on it a little bit too much for certain enemy they, types. They do. They do. Yeah. There, there is more option. You get a, like some of the missiles, you abilities you get later, or some of your beams do okay. But like, if you want to get through something easily, you just have to know how to parry. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, some bosses, I don't know. Can you beat them without parrying? Some of them. Some bosses you can beat without parrying, but there's some that is absolutely required. Yeah, that's what I figured. Because the parrying kind of like triggers the death animation, essentially, I think, for a couple of them. 
or maybe it's just a way to do massive damage. The thing is, I don't know. I haven't been really looking at like what other people have been saying <laughs> about mm. the mechanics in this game, but uh, I I just like getting those mechanic uh, the parry mechanic on the bosses because it usually plays a cool cutscene. <laughs> That's <laughs> that the other thing too. Badass. There's a uh, one boss early in the game. Apparently, if you sequence break and have a certain item, like it has its own special cutscene, and I really want to see that one in action. Ooh. Yeah, we'll I, have you'll have to yeah. tell me what it is off air. I'll I'll tell you that off air, but yeah, no, I I it's stuff like that that makes me want to go back. But I'm like, it, if it was maybe as short as Super Metroid, I might do it. But yeah, I'm not at the point where I can even get to that yet. So yeah, I, I want to eventually play No More Heroes, No More Heroes Three, or like anything else that's come out recently. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, all the good stuff's coming out now that I care about for once. Totally, yeah, uh, Ben. I would love to talk about some story stuff because there's some crazy shit that happens. The <laughs> so the far. story like for I I'll, I'll just say it this way, like the first half of the game has like nothing going on story wise, although it's pretty straightforward. Then in the yeah. middle, there's like a here's like a I I want to call it a lore dump, but it's not too overwhelming. But it's like oh here's like literally everything that's happening, and then at the the last like twenty percent of the game, fifteen percent of the game the story just goes off the rails. Oh man. And I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see you get to that point. Cause I just want to see your reaction to it. I feel like I'm, if that's the last 15%, I feel like I'm at the 20% mark. Like, I feel like I'm almost you, there. You, I, like, I don't want to tell you spoilers, but like you were, when you, at the point you're at right now, I probably played for another two hours to get a hundred percent. Yeah. I like, most places I st I still have a decent amount of looking around. Most places I left at like sixty something percent. So like yeah. there's definitely well no yeah because like every every zone you, the last upgrade you get there's at least one item in every zone I think that you need it for. So you can't gotcha. get hundred percent until you get everything because that's the okay. way that Mercury Steam does their Metroidvanias, which is a bit annoying. Yeah, but uh, yep. yeah, like the last upgrade when you get that, then it's like free roam. You can get anything you want. Yeah. I, I think I should just push for that moment and then go around collecting. That's probably the smarter way to do it. I've been kind of yeah. trying to collect things as I go, and it's like dragging it out, I think. I mean, that's what I that's what I usually do in these, and that's what I did for a while. But then, again, I also I remembered from Samus Returns, I'm like, no, they, they will lock everything with every upgrade. There's no point doing the final loop around. Like, if it's in yeah. nearby, if it's on the way, grab it. If it's not, ignore it. Come back yeah. later, because that's just how Mercury Steam does these. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of an unfortunate way to do it. Not a fan yeah. of it, but it is what it is. It, it's still a good game. I I definitely would recommend <laughs> it, but I do have to put in the caveat of like, if you don't like either reflex testing or like bosses that hit hard, you're not gonna have a fun time. There is no easy mode, which is a yeah. weird omission. I feel. Yeah, an easy mode would be really good for for this. Even if it was just meant that, like, the bosses do, or you take half damage from everything. I feel like you don't even need to be half damage. Like, 25% less damage would, I feel, make a world of difference. Yeah, it but, would. But, uh, yeah, like, I think the only Metro that had an easy mode was Zero Mission. I think that had an easy mode. But, like, I feel it would be a good addition, I feel, here. Because I think most of the complaints yeah. I've heard about this game have been in regards to that. Yeah. Uh I don't think it's like unachievable in a way. I think 
I've heard some people talk about it. It's fine, the difficulty. But you're right. You have to be willing to put up with it. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's basically all I've been playing. I was going to ask you, did you play at all that Nicktoons uh It's not game? out in Canada. <laughs> Oh, it's not? I didn't There's know that. There's something weird going on with the physical <laughs> versions. I've been trying to get it for the past week and a half, and it's just not available. EB's like, yeah, it's not out till the 15th. I'm like, what are you talking about? People are already playing it. It came out on the 8th. And, or, okay. I'm afraid it was weird. Dreads release. Or it, was, it was the 5th. It was the 5th it came out. But yeah. it's not around here. It's so weird. Um, I yeah. had to, I even went on Amazon. They're like, yeah, no, it's not out till the 15th. Like I don't know what's going on, but like tomorrow I guess I'll pick it up if I can find a copy. Okay. It might be out I, digitally, but it's just the physical's not out yet here. Okay. I hope by next time we do the or chat or whatever that you play a bit of it because I'm kind of interested. Uh, yeah. In how I might, it if, if I get it tomorrow, I might start Saturday stream with it. We'll see. Okay. Cool. I've heard some complaints about it, uh, but the complaints are. Man, Smash is so much better than this, and then I just discount everything that person says because it's I was like, gonna of say yeah. So yeah, Smash <laughs> has a budget, and that yeah. doesn't have to go towards just the characters. Usually, Smash is the biggest fighting game ever created in every conceivable way. Versus this cute little thing that somebody did because nostalgia. Like, calm down. <laughs> That's such a dumb argument. Uh, I have heard like it's a little bit floaty though, but. I have also heard that uh, it doesn't use, like, tilt controls at all like Smash does. It has, like, a dedicated button for... Which I kind of like, prefer in theory. I prefer I'll that. have to see how it is in gameplay, but yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm where I'm at, too, so that's what I'm kind of hoping to... I was hoping maybe that you played a little bit or something, and I could ask you about that, but no, we'll talk I, about I, it. Like I said, I would have if it, had, if it hadn't been weirdly delayed for a couple weeks here in physical form. Weird. Apparently in Southeast Asia, it's been delayed till the 9th of November. Jesus. <laughs> wow. All right. It must be a rights thing. There must be. Up. There must be. They goof something with the physical versions. There must be. Yeah. Or they just prioritize the U.S. and like there's like a rights issue or something. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Um. I mean, I've been playing Metroid Dread. I booted up Castlevania Harmony of Despair again because that was the games with gold free game this nice week or whatever. So there's been talk about it, and I was just like, yeah, I'll boot that dumb thing up again. Oh my god, there's like $30 worth of DLC that I never looked at. So yeah, I no, thought, they added like, a, they basically doubled the length of the game with that DLC. D- yep, so there's 11 chapters now where there used to be six. Uh, every chapter is a brand new map uh, with like, n- not new items, but a lot of new like items and new items and old items mixed in and they all have a character as well that goes along with it i just kind of kept playing the last character i was playing which was alucard for whatever reason i think it was because when we were playing you were playing soma and i was like okay i'll play jonathan and i played jonathan for a while and i was just like okay i'm not feeling it i'll switch to alucard and check that out and that's kind of where i stopped playing that Um, sounds right in my head yeah alucard kind of sucks uh He's very item dependent because his spells are garbage. Um, anyways, I ended up playing 
like eight to ten hours of that over the weekend. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I had raided you uh, at one point, and you were playing it, but I didn't or think you that, had gone that deep down I, the rabbit hole. I was th- at that point five and a half hours in on that stream. Says <laughs> dude. <laughs> I was playing with people that uh, had never played it before because they got it for free with Games with Gold. Makes and sense. We were just having a great time. Yeah, that is still an extraordinarily good game that I wish was out on something that people like that I, the people I play with played more often. I wish it was on PC. Basically, I will say though that even though it's the Games with Gold game for 360, I was playing with somebody with an Xbox One and a Series X, and two people with a 360 with me on a 360 in the same party, and it worked fine, which is awesome. That's super cool that Xbox actually, like, really stuck their ground with the backwards compatibility, and it's like, yeah, you can just play three different generations worth of consoles on this one game together, and there's no problem. Uh, Unfortunately, I think as of this recording... You might, if you're listening to this live, you have one more day. You can download it tonight. I think it's gone tomorrow or the next day. Oh, right. They usually uh, change on the 15th. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I can't wait to jump back in. At some point, uh, you should jump in with us. Give me a heads up. And if I'm free, I can uh, get everything set up. I think I lost my character file. I think. I I had a weird issue last time. Oh, really? Uh, uh, it might not be in the cloud as much as it's on one of my like three memory cards because I had the hard drive uh-huh. and then I have a, a small memory card and a USB stick. But I think I also lost some files due to a red ring at some point, so I'm not 100% oh. certain. Oh, bummer. Yeah, that sucks. That game's still great. Uh, yeah. Highly recommend. Uh, Back for Blood came out <laughs> because, of course, it did. This is the week of things, so... Uh, <sighs> jumped in and played Act 1 of 4 uh, in Back for Blood. And that game, I think, is better than I gave it credit for in the beta. It held so, back... Yeah, so. I heard a lot of people saying that the, the it's a way big improvement over the beta, but I don't know how, <clears throat> per se. Uh, they, didn't sh- they didn't show their whole hand in the beta. So th- just like from gameplay, like story stuff or what's going on, it's kind of neat. The dead that you're fighting against are evolving so for example one of the like enemy types that you fight in the like prologue or chapter one of act one or whatever let's just like think of it like a spitter enemy it just like spits something at you it does a little bit of damage it's annoying uh later on it grows more arms and it can now like web you up completely and so that you have to be freed like the enemy types are like evolving as you go to like make them kind of newer and harder to deal with. Interesting. Uh, and I kind of just like the idea that you're not just survivors. Like there's a reason why you your team are called cleaners. You are the people that are sent out to go rescue other survivors. So that leads to kind of interesting mission types of not just you trying to get to an end point, but like one of the missions is, okay, we need you to create you, your team to create a distraction uh, while we like get all these people into the Humvees and get them back to base or whatever. So you just go into a bar, just jam out the jukebox as loud as you can and like try to get all of the dead in the area to you and fight them off while like other people get saved. Just really cool ideas that 
I don't think you can do with the conceit that you're just trying to get, you're just trying to stay alive. You're kind of like going into the line of fire to help other people and stuff. And I think that's just cool in general. Um, overall though, it's left for dead in 2021. So much needed improvements to the shooting, the sound design, all of that sort of stuff. Um, there's little quality of life things like you can bash away enemies and it won't break your reload. So if you run out of ammo, you can start a reload. And then if you're being attacked, you can like push them away and it won't like make you stop your reload animation. You'll oh, just nice. have a full okay. clip after. Just stuff like that that like this doesn't make sense in a real life scenario, but this is a video game, so who cares? Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um there there's kind of like a card deck system where you find cards in the field and kind of unlock them to that you can put into a deck and in between every segment of a chapter you have an opportunity to play another card that like has different perk effects so like you might play a card that gives you plus 15 health you might play a card that gives everybody in your party like some faster sprint speed or like more stamina or something and you kind of like build up your perks in that way so every run is just a little bit different and you can kind of do different things with it there's a bunch of different characters and each one kind of has a skill set that they do the character i'm playing right now or maining or whatever is a, a girl who can carry an extra tactical item but more importantly she has an ability that she uh highlights things that are important like around her so i can see certain enemies through walls uh if i'm standing there or like where money is and ammo and stuff like that so yeah it's just a very very cool game that just a good left for dead basically would, i'm pretty impressed which would you say is better that's gonna be a loaded question i feel but mm-hmm like I know that originally when Back for Flo- Back for Blood originally got announced, people were very wishy washy on it. They're just like, oh, they're gonna try again because they never really hit it with Evolve or anything else. But would you say you think they succeeded this time? Yeah, uh, this is the the only problem with Left 4 Dead is that it's dated. Uh, yeah, this is the the evolution of that. So it's just by that metric, it's better. I don't necessarily think the maps are. Me- as memorable or the characters are as memorable i think it loses some of that uh personality that those games mm. had and i don't know if that's because of the writing or what or maybe just because you're playing four survivors and you kind of grow to like like them as a person or whatever and this is more like a little bit open i think there's eight uh cleaners that you can choose from uh they still do the banter i think the banter is a little bit annoying between some of them it's not mm. like as well written, I would say. So if personality is a big thing, Left 4 Dead might still be your thing. But for me, I care more about gameplay. And this just has kind of more uh, refined mechanics and gameplay. So gotcha. I like this better. Also, it's on Game Pass. <laughs> oh, that, that helps too. Okay. That helps. Yeah. Uh, I don't think this is worth $80 for what that's worth. I don't think this is worth full price. I think this is a good sale game or uh good thing to download for if you have game pass but yeah i don't think it's a full price uh worthy game uh if you have buddies why not check it out good the rift breaker came out i'm excited for this game this game is cool 
Uh, All right. What what is this game? It is you play a person in a mech suit. It's kind of like if you took an SCV in StarCraft and just threw them on a world and told them to colonize. <laughs> but it's like a single player game. So it's a top down perspective, uh, dual stick shooter type thing. But it's also a survival game where you are mining for materials so that you can build a base and your the idea is is you are an explorer building a rift gate onto a savage planet a savage world and essentially colonizing it and what that means is that you are taking your mech with your hammer and sword and machine guns and whatever you build on it and just like destroying the flora and fauna around to like harvest it and study it and create a giant base and yeah it's just it's just a super fun cool game it kind of looks like a mobile game in a lot of the things it does uh like the main menu and stuff like that but it it it's uh it's a pretty deep survival like almost like a real-time strategy survival game yeah i don't sandbox sort of thing I don't know. It seems like some of the events in it that happen are random because they have a mode where you can connect your Twitch account and let people decide what happens to you. Like, for example, uh, they can choose it. You have fog or something. And that means that your solar panels will get less uh, or maybe not at all energy to them, which means you'll like start losing power quicker or they can like up the wind. And that means you're wind turbines will like create more power so you'll be able to do more things i don't know it's very very deep in a way that i wasn't necessarily expecting from the prologue demo thing that i played and i think that's super super cool just a great game that i don't think anybody's going to talk about because not many people even have heard the name before this week and this week back for blood and the biggest nintendo game of the year came out <laughs> so it's maybe dead uh it's in it's on game pass so that was good i was ready to buy it but i didn't have to so that's good yeah uh, no, it's just 10 percent off on steam right now so yeah uh it's just kind of a cool game it's worth looking into if you like the idea of colonizing a world in a mech suit <laughs> i guess uh again that's the rift breaker i'm saying it twice because nobody's gonna remember that name after this podcast and that's unfortunate uh the last thing i played monster hunt monster hunter rise had a pc demo out or has a pc demo out i guess it's not gone i played a little bit of that with a buddy last night and that's unfortunately probably the best way to play that game which sucks because i don't want to buy that game twice um it's very very nice looking it's uh, uncapped frame rate and yeah it's just that game on a better system than the this, switch. this was the switch exclusive right this is the switch this was the switch exclusive yeah it's uh it's just the better version of that game because the switch is kind of long to the tooth just in general yeah. but even when this came out on the switch when this came out on the Switch, it was running fine. It still runs fine because it runs like at 30 and it's smooth. So there's not stuttering or anything. But man, high 
res textures and like good lighting and HDR and the 60 frames plus like that game is absolutely beautiful on PC and it makes me so sad. <laughs> it makes me so sad. But yeah, it's good. It if you want Monster Hunter on PC, you're you should get that one. It's very very good. Probably gonna end up buying that stupid thing. <laughs> Could just wait for a sale. Yeah, I'll probably wait for a sale. Okay, news time. Let me open this because, yeah, Yakuza series director Toshihiro Nagoshi has uh, confirmed that he's leaving Sega and Ryuga Goto uh, Gotoku. So. Yeah, that's a big deal. I think the producer as well too. There's a couple people that are leaving that role. They oh, see, you're right. Daisuke yeah. Sato is also leaving. You're right. Yeah. So uh, basically, those two have been there since the start of the Yakuza series on the PS2. But I think they've been there even longer because I know the the first guy also helped create Monkey Ball, and that's been going around since oh, the yeah. era. So they've yeah. been at Sega for like or Sega adjacent for a long time. Now, I think in their parting yeah. message, they say that they think the team's in good hands and that they're still moving forward with things because, like, they announced, like, a Dragon 2. They did, in the same, yeah. like, breath, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So I, th I think they'll be fine. Yeah. It just feels kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Uh, they're apparently going to NetEase game, which I haven't heard of uh, before this, and I looked them up. They're a Hong Kong uh, company, an internet tech company slash game studio thing. They're the ones that did Naraka, I think. Ah, uh, okay. That game that came out recently. Yeah, Limex says apparently they haven't had much input in the series since Kiwami 2 because they didn't do anything uh, on Like a Dragon or Judgments. Or both Judgments, oh, okay. I guess. Maybe so that's, that's the case. Like, I played Lost Judgment. That was good. Like what? What I did get to play yeah. of it, and I heard great things about Like a Dragon, so I think I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Also, a sequel to Like the Dragon, I'm sure, gets a lot of people excited. So, yeah. I have yet to play it. Uh, this was big news for like two days because people were mad about it, and then everybody just kind of gave up. Warzone is getting one of those. Uh, really really deep intrusive anti-cheats uh kernel level anti-cheats called ricochet this Great. was kind of the big deal if you'll remember valorant uh riot did something similar called vanguard is their anti-cheat which is a system kernel level anti-cheat that has like really deep access or whatever uh warzone's doing the same people were kind of not loving it until they realize how bad the cheating is in Warzone and apparently it's extraordinarily bad so a lot of people that play that game legitimately are like you know what yeah fine I want to have fun with my game again <laughs> so I don't know I don't know who to blame here or whatever like the hackers are to the blame the kids paying 10 bucks or whatever for their headshots <laughs> but yeah I thought I had seen something earlier on Twitter today saying like they had actually cracked it already because it was the same as they were putting in other systems, but I can't find anything confirming that now. Yeah, it was something about how uh, the, what is it? I think it was in our Discord. 
somebody posted something about it. Uh, either hackers or somebody's already found like the source code for it or something like that, which is crazy yeah. to me. The kernel of anti-cheat has already been leaked and is being broken. Oh, it's been leaked. Okay, so it will be broken within like the next twenty-four hours, because <laughs> so, that's how hackers work. Fast. That's really shitty. <laughs> That's so shitty. Oh, well, what can you do, I guess? All right, remember that big Epic versus Apple thing where Apple won 9 out of 10 of the things that Epic was fighting them for, but the one that they lost on was that uh, you can now like go to a third-party thing to buy stuff through Apple, like a website or whatever. Uh, Apple don't like that, so they are appealing... The verdict and they along with epic so i don't know if that just means they're gonna go back through court and do everything again or if they're just gonna try for a new ruling or whatever but we'll see what that means the apple's not happy for the one thing that they actually had to relent on but it was a big thing to be fair for them so i do find it funny that it's just like i won nine out of ten things but i want that last one yeah, that last one might actually hurt them financially, so I think it makes that, sense. That, I mean, that's exactly why they're doing it, because that one actually yeah. was a big one to lose. It was, yeah. Not even, like, necessarily too epic, but to, for everybody on their platform, that, that hurts. Okay, I'm going to need a little bit of help with uh, oh, some of no. these uh, Pokemon things, oh, mainly because... No, let me load this up. I no, just saw it, the title. So this one I I understand. Pokemon Legends Arceus, Arceus, whatever, is uh, not going to be the open world game that I think people were suspecting it might be. People were saying it's going to be Pokemon Breath of the Wild, and they were very quick to say that is not going to be the case. It's going to be more like a segmented world, like a Monster Hunter or something, where you go to a part of the world, and that part loads in, and you play in that part, and it does. it's not a seamless giant world uh i i would prefer this myself but i'm also not the main pokemon dude here i kind of wish sean was here to put his input in here but i kind of like the idea of you can do like put i would rather a good well thought out bunch of levels kind of strung together than a big empty open world for limitations, especially on yeah. the Switch. Now, here's the thing, though. Like, if the areas aren't big enough and they just feel small and claustrophobic, then it's not going to be worth it. But if, yeah. if they're decent size, then hopefully people won't care. Or anyone who does care is just nitpicking. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Uh, along with other Pokemon stuff, this is the one that, like, I can't... So I saw a giant fight happening in our Discord earlier. Week. Oh, Pokemon causing a fight? That never happens. Yeah, that never happens. The internet, you say? Uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl has some things detailed of what's coming. Uh, let me look through this thing here. Uh, the Underground apparently has been revamped, now called the Grand Underground. Vast subterranean world spans the entire Sinnoh region. You'll be able to visit and participate in activities such as digging up valuable treasures and Pokemon fossils or creating a secret base. Uh, Pokemon hideaways apparently where you can 
find Pokemon that live in a variety of different environments. Uh, an item called the Digger Drill to build yourself a secret base and customize with the Pokemon statues you find. Uh, something about fossils here. Uh, super Contest Shows. Yeah, the Super Contest was was in these games, I'm pretty sure. Let's where like you dressed up your Pokemon and you had like a beauty contest that you did with them. Okay, sure. Uh some more customization stuff, including stickers that you could put on ball capsules. Uh with different effects, I guess. Um Okay, whatever. The big thing that people were complaining about is uh experience share not being toggled toggleable it's just oh on it's just on my default permanently yeah the idea Ooh. being that like this is now kind of more like a normal rpg where your whole party just kind of levels up Ooh, i can see i can see why box. there was arguing about that okay yeah that was the thing people were arguing about uh i don't have a strong opinion either way about it so i'm not the dude to throw a flag up and like take a stand on any of this the the um, best way to put it is pokemon experience share makes the actual single player pretty easy because your party gets leveled up evenly yeah. you don't have to take everyone out like you had to yeah so i get but like in the previous games there were at least they were usually on my default but you could toggle it which made sense because so people could play it their own way but uh that's the part I guess I don't yeah. understand why you wouldn't do that. Like, give people an option to play the way they want. Why force a certain way? Because I, I'm assuming they're not going to change the game enough, like, in the way it plays to make up for the fact that it's going to be easier. Like, they're not going to change the gameplay that drastically, I would assume. I can't. This, this is a remake. They're not going to change the right. gameplay anything at all, basically. At all. Yeah. It's weird. So yeah, there was a big fight about that, and uh, I tried reading some of it. I really did, and then I turned, I closed the window. <laughs> I was like, this is way too in the weeds for me. I don't care. About Welcome this, to Pokemon, but... Paul. Uh, yeah. Uh, other in otherwise though, that thing looks kind of cute. They're putting in that let's go Pikachu thing where you can choose a Pokemon to follow behind you if you want or something. So that's that's neat yeah i i never played these games i played platinum where's my forever platinum edition it never could still happen it. you never know yeah, i did see a maybe. bunch of people being like where's why aren't you giving us platinum platinum makes so much more sense i mean it makes it makes more sense to me but they it's one if you put one skew out instead of two then you make less money, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking about Monster Hunter Rise on PC, uh, they apparently they were being bombarded with, you better allow me to play my character through cross-save or whatever. And apparently they looked into it and they're like, we're sorry, we can't offer cross-save slash cross-play with uh, the Switch version, uh, just the way it's built. So that's the thing. That's the news I was waiting all week to hear on. <laughs> and mm. when I read that, I was just like, going to buy that game again, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> the realization I, sinks in. I was so angry. Not even with them, with myself. Because <laughs> I knew. I knew. We'll see. 
Uh, last bit of news, and this is maybe more on the bummer side. Apparently, due to the way Mercury Steam does or has their policy or does some of their stuff, some of the people that worked on Metroid Dread were not given credit for working on Metroid Dread because, according to their PR, the policy of the studio requires that anyone must work on the project for at least 25% of the total development of the game to appear in the final credits. Some exceptions oh. are made when making exceptional contributions. So, so yeah, so yeah. Uh, I know there was specifically a guy who said, like, uh, I worked on the game for eight months. There's, I definitely have seen assets I made in the game, but yeah. no credit in the credits. But I know that this is not the only company I've heard this from. This has happened a lot. This is unfortunately a common thing, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that really sucks. That led me to think, too. What happens when you're doing... Oh, let's say a giant project like Metroid Prime 4 and Ooh, this has been this. in development for like, let's, uh, you know what? Let's say any other game. It's been in development for 10 years. You work Duke on... Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> yeah, Duke Nukem Forever. This thing's been in development for like 10 years and you worked on it for two full years. And then like, that's not 2.5 years. So guess what? fuck your contributions you're not getting any credit for it but we'll take your work because that's two years worth of work that sucks that yeah, is that really does shitty. suck i feel bad for them but yeah it, uh lineback kind of puts it the best come people need to unionize so then they can actually like get some of this locked down because it's a per company issue at this point and right now most companies are like yeah we don't care I think this is a this was a yep. was it ubisoft that this was a big thing at like i remember some like last year i feel it was there was some company getting like railed for the fact that they would have people work on like anyone who didn't work for the company still didn't get in the credits. Was that Naughty Dog or was that Rockstar? Oh, you're right. It was one of the giant companies that had like a giant thing come out. Yeah, no, I remember there was a big discourse about this and that's why this doesn't surprise me. So that's that's the issue there. Was it maybe Naughty Dog? I feel like it lined up with Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Uh, allegedly, I guess. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> don't don't remember for sure, but yeah. Yeah, yeah this sucks. Uh, another one of those things that just sucks in the industry and needs to change. I don't know how they change it, but just change it. Just unionize. Let Unionizing is a good start, yeah. Yeah, get, get unions out there for sure. All right. That does it for news. Let's uh, motor along to questions. If you have a question, you can write in at topdownperspective at gmail.com. Uh, ask or TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, and of course, John's P.O. Box. I'll take this first one from Chef Ligan Boy. When I was a kid, I watched the movie Adventures of Milo and Otis about a jillion times. Oh, no. However, I learned there was a lot of animal abuse allegations levied at the production of it. What's something you loved as a kid that was ruined for you upon learning new information about it as an adult? I feel like last week we said, or you said specifically Bill Cosby. That's a yeah. great one. That's a great one, yeah. Anything yeah. Bill Cosby or like making fun of Bill Cosby. Like there was a bunch of... Uh... You're the man now, dogs that I liked like in high school that were like really catchy songs. Like someone did like the Chocobo theme with Bill Cosby sounds, 
And it's just like, mm. I know it's not even Bill Cosby. It's like the dude from fam, like dude doing a parody on Family Guy. But it's just like, mm, this feels weird now. Um, you bringing up uh, YTMD. Uh, after I heard what Sean Connery was like, I kind of fucking hated that guy. Kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> That's fair. Same same with Bruce Willis, unfortunately. Yeah, hearing that sucked. Hearing Bruce Willis was kind of like shitty to work with and just kind of a shitty dude. That sucks. Oh, it's always it's always people. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. It's always people. Nickelodeon in the chat. What happened with Nickelodeon? Oh, Butch Hartman, uh, creators like Butch Hartman and Dan Schneider. Apparently, mm. they're just really generally shitty people. Oh, sure. Yeah. And like yeah. Butch Hartman, I think Butch Hartman was fairly odd parents. I think that sounds right. And I think Danny Phantom. Those sound right in my head. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's some like kids show. Oh yeah, Power Rangers. Power Rangers had like a, apparently like a bunch of the actual actors got treated like shit. Like the like the Gen One Power Rangers, like yeah. Tommy, Jason, like all those guys. Like a bunch of them got treated really like they got forced off the show essentially. Yeah. J.K. Rowling in the chat. That I mean, I don't care about Harry Potter, but that's a great one. Oh, that I didn't sucks. realize John Cleese supported J.K. Rowling. Oh yeah, that hurts too. <laughs> that's no uh next up from kevin you can you only use one of the following for the rest of your life spoon fork or knife what's your choice fork spoon okay I basically use a fork for everything anyways. Uh, I only use a spoon for soups. Yeah, you basically can't hold anything liquid if you have a fork. So that's mm -hmm. the only trade-off is planning on eating more liquidish foods. But otherwise, yeah, the fork's also like... I feel like knife kind of gets the worst out of the three. Yeah. Because at least both a spoon and a fork can be used as some sort of flat edge. They, they, they can't just cut as well, but they still have oh, no. a purpose. Does that mean I can never like open a box again? Like, is it every type of knife? Because that might I change it, my answer. I that might be the case. Oh, I mean, it has to be knife then, because you need. Sometimes you just need something to cut something open. I mean, forks can also accomplish that with piercing. So yeah, I might actually yeah. change mine back to fork. Yeah, can we do a spork? Is this? I think I think that? that's cheating. I think that would actually be cheating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's still fork for me as well. All right, Cody. If every character in Smash Bros. was scaled to their power level in their respective game's canon, who would be the top-tier character? I'm trying to remember the whole roster. That's the problem. Supersonic would be pretty powerful. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to remember the roster. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the hard part. That's the problem when your roster gets a little too big. Palutena's literally a goddess, so yeah. pro her she'd be very high up there. Yeah. Kirby also would be very powerful because he routinely kills eldritch beings. 
Mm-hmm. Shulk literally can see visions of what's going to happen and change reality, essentially change fate. Uh, uh, Mr. Game & Watch is literally 2D and could just turn sideways and never be hit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I was trying to think on the DLC roster. I'm like, Kazuya could just do demon form all the time and fuck people up. Like, Kazuya is actually no slouch, weirdly, Yeah. in this. Sora also has uh, a bunch of bullshit pulled out of thin air abilities that would also be very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Does Sephiroth hang at all? At his, like, ultimate form? Uh, Not with... Well, since Cloud's there, no. Oh, that's true. His counter is literally His counter is literally already there, so... Yeah, that's true. That's also why, like, not... There's not really any villain that technically would be in the running for this because I think every series that has their villain also has their hero. I think Tekken is the only exception. (laughs) Yeah. What about Pit? Pit only has half of his powers because of Palutena. Pit literally cannot fly unless Palutena gives him the ability to fly. This is kind of an interesting question. What do we think about Bayonetta? She's pretty strong. Bayonetta's pretty pretty damn powerful too. I'd say she'd be high up. But I also think she just wouldn't give a fuck half the time. So I yeah. think she she wouldn't be a threat per se. She would just be like, yeah, let's just them, let them fight it out and then I'll come in and fix it if I need to. But she would yeah. definitely be like in the running for like a top tier power character since she can literally slow down time. Is anyone basically anyone who can control time has like a definitive thing or like has unlimited power. So, like, Kirby and Supersonic would be unlimited power. Shulk and Bayonetta would be stopping or slowing down or changing time. Yeah. I don't think the Belmonts are in the running for this. They no. really are only good against demons. What do they do if they have to fight so a being of light? That's They're going to lose that. All right, hear me out, though. Me fighter. <laughs> <laughs> they can change their height and their weight with sliders. They're powerful. <laughs> Uh, Matthew writes in and says, I recently played Stardew Valley. Of all the possible bachelors and bachelorettes you could choose from, the only ones that got my interest were Shane, the depressed alcoholic, and Harvey, the uninteresting doctor. It eventually occurred to me it's because I'm getting old and my tastes have changed. If this game came out 10 years ago, I'd want to marry Abigail, the perky goth, or Leah, the artistic nature girl. Uh, but now they've just come across as children. I'd rather hang out with the adult characters with adult personalities. Have you ever realized you're getting old because of your decisions in a game? Hmm. I realize I'm getting old because of the pains in my back. (laughs) My body's telling me that enough, so. Yeah. Uh, decision-wise, not. I mean, obviously your taste is going to change no matter what, but I feel like most of my decisions still kind of line up with where I would probably would have been like 10 years ago. Cause I'm like, Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> That's my mentality. Sure. I and feel I'm not us- more yeah. willing to play an asshole in video games. Like just kind of done with people. Shit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's 
stuff is sunny says i realized i'm getting old because i have to justify my time playing games <laughs> yeah yeah that'll do it yeah that's oof <laughs> i felt that one Ugh, why do you have to call me out hebrew lantern says can you rank all the gaming platforms Steam, you play X. Oh, so on PC, Steam, you play I, I Xbox guess. app. I feel Steam and, is top because it's just it's where yeah. everyone is, and then it's Epic, I guess, because that's the other yep. place people are. Then I guess it's you play or Origin, but they both kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. Does Xbox app include Game Pass? Because that I might think be it does. the top. let's say it counts okay steam xbox epic you play slash ea i agree with that they're both kind of on the same level i'll agree with that um (laughs) itch.io oh didn't even think oh that that might actually be uh, you know what that's that's anytime i go on that i find something more interesting than usually on uplay or EA. I would definitely put that above Uplayer Origin easily. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff on there. So, yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, um, Rockstar below those, and then Bethesda's below, way at the rock bottom. I'll agree with all that. <laughs> okay. Rasterman says, "What failed promise from a game's presentation has upset you the most?" This comes from the recent piece of news about Marvel's Avengers adding microtransactions, despite what we was said at E3 2019 and its corresponding backlash. That was pretty bad. I didn't pull that for news, but yeah, they're. they're I mean, that game already. I'm amazed people are still playing that game because it got slammed as hard as it did. So I feel like they almost did that just to save face. They totally did. Yep. Failed promise from a game's presentation. Anything that oh shoot, what's his guy? The guy who created Fable. Uh, oh, Peter Molyneux, yeah, that's it. Peter Molyneux was famous for promising the world and basically only giving a piece. Milo, when he showed that, was magic that didn't actually exist. Yeah, <laughs> that did not exist. That was a lie. That was huge. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I'll be I'll be part of that crowd. I think when they showed Watch Dogs at E3, then what we got, Watch Dogs 1, that was actual bullshit. Mm -hmm. That was really, really different. Uh, I'm racking my brain right now trying to think of one. Mm -hmm. Anytime microtransactions pop into a game, I feel like that kind of sucks. So, like, was it Crash Team Racing or whatever the most recent Crash Racing game was? Crash Nitro Fueled or whatever? They uh, they added in microtransactions, like, months after the game had been out. And, like, overhauled the way the game worked. Yeah, there was, like, a big backlash on that. So that was kind of bullshit. Oh. That uh, explains this next question by VGC Kenny. I've been playing Crash Team Team Racing Nitro Refueled. And the indie game has in-game currency and a store that has items on rotation, but no microtransactions. I assume there was going to be microtransactions, but they backed out last minute to preserve the goodwill that Crash uh, has brought them. What series would you say has the most goodwill, and how important do you think is maintaining it is to developers and publishers? Pretty much anything Nintendo has. Mario, Zelda... Yeah. 
between those two, who has more goodwill? And why is it Mario? Yeah, it's Mario because Zelda likes to try new things every now and then, and people get upset yeah. about it. Uh, it's Mario because he's the most approachable character. It feels like yeah. when you buy the game, you don't really need to do anything else. Like, that's yeah. it. You got the game. There's no real DLC offering, per se. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree. How important do you think it is maintaining? I mean, it's everything. It's their whole company. For those, everything. That. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo pulls so much bullshit that if they lost goodwill, they're fucked. <laughs> they're done. 100%. They, they, the things they do get away with are kind of criminal at times, I feel. Yep. Says the guy who bought an OLED. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, I did. It can't finally showed up. But I haven't moved oh, everything nice. over because I have to move like 600 gigabytes of files. And I'm just oh like, I don't know. <laughs> something like that. How much space do I have taken up on this damn thing? Uh, oh, Data management. The, yeah, there's a terabyte card in my Switch right now. Yeah. And I think there's, what, 32 gigs of internal memory? The internal memory yeah. is full. It's got 200 megs or less. Sure. And the micro SD card, the terabyte micro SD card has 200 gigs free. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. That's so much. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, Suki writes in and says, you suddenly become rappers. What is your rap name? Fuck, P. Diddy's taken. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. See, the problem is, I was going to say like something like Johnny Wheels, but I feel like that's my ska name. Yeah, yeah, for that's, sure. That's definitely my ska name. Uh, you need a fedora and a trumpet if you're exactly. going to have that name. Exactly. Little John, I feel that might also be taken. Just a hunch on that one. <laughs> Medium Paul. <laughs> Honestly, I think like, Every version of John is taken. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you have one of the most common names in the English language. Yeah. P. P John, John. That might that might be my only option, and that's like my Smash Brothers nickname. So there you go. Oh, is it? Okay, that makes well, some sense. Because you had five characters to work with. So I'm like, eh, P. John. Paul Rappa, I'll take it. That, oh, yeah. Paul Rappa's pretty good. That was my Twitter name in like 2011. <laughs> For a long time. Dead in Sky writes, what spin-off game do you enjoy more than any game in its original series? Pokemon Pinball. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. <sighs> I gotta think of some spin-off games. I mean, I feel like things like Pokemon are easy, the easiest ones to pull from. Yeah. And then also the part that's like more, like more than their main series. That's a, a hard one. That's a tall order. Oh, yeah. Persona. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's technically a spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. You can also say you like Dota, didn't you? I did like Dota. Yeah, that's a that's a weird uh, gray area, but sure. Yeah, I looked up a list of some ideas here. World of Warcraft is a great one. Yeah, I like the Warcraft games, but mm. oh yeah, technically Super Mario Bros is a spinoff of Mario. Oh yeah, Mario that counts Bros. too. 
as Paul skims through the list to try to figure some out. Uh, Phantom Igus writes in and says, Hello, TDP crew. What is your favorite pasta? Lasagna. It's Oh, fuck. Okay. I was going to say I agree with you. I'll change it and say ravioli or something stuffed. I like as well. Yeah. I was going to be like, yeah, I like spaghetti. I'm like, no, no. Lasagna is where it's at. Lasagna is where it's at. Yep. That's the answer. Okay. Final question from Rinku. What is an 8-bit game you think needs a modern remake? Less for nostalgia baiting and more for good idea but poor outdated execution. Ooh. I mean, I'm going to say it. Zelda 2 is my favorite game <laughs> out of the, those. And that I would love a modern remake because even though I like that game, it is still hard to play. <laughs> that they, they could have fixed a lot of things to make that. Mm, that's a good choice. See, I'm having a hard time because most of the things I think of got a re-release, an HD yeah. remaster, or just a new entry. I was like, Ninja Turtles. No, that got tons. River City Ransom. No, that got a bunch too. Kid Icarus. That got some too. It's just like I keep getting walled on things that I'm thinking of. Hmm. Did they ever do something similar to Metal Storm again? Uh, not really. I think that game plays totally fine, but, like, a new version of, like, basically just a VVV Contra mashup or something like that would be dope. Yeah, I'm only thinking, like, stuff like Power Blade. Yeah, let's say something like Power Blade to getting a remake or... Or Chippendale Rescue Rangers getting a proper, getting out of 8-bit. They just said co-op, like, throwing around stuff. Sure. Goof Troop, also a pretty good option. That's 16-bit, yeah, but... Yep. Ice Climbers, not a bad option either. Action 52, you're banned for life. Yeah. I mean, that could use a remake, <laughs> to be fair. It could use a lot it, of things. It, yeah, yeah. It, it was a good idea before outdated execution. 52 games in one cartridge is a good idea. They're all terrible games. Yeah. Yep. All right. Again, if you want to write in, topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Dread. Yeah, it's... Metroid Dread is like one of the games of the year for Christ's sakes. It, well, I, I, I really wish that Sean was here. Yeah. Because I legitimately want to know how he feels about it because he is the one yeah. that I know for sure would be the most upset about the difficulty of the bosses. Yep. Totally. I You're totally right. I really want to hear what he says next week. Yeah. I think it's going to be a conversation for sure. Yeah. I is he wait. back next week? I forget. Uh, As far as I know, but... I don't know for sure, I guess. Uh, in housekeeping, I wrote Sean back next week, but I actually don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say it. Also, if you are a Patreon supporter, the TDP Plus submissions for November thread is live. You can go throw your vote into there. Any game up to full price, $60, is acceptable. I think Sean and I were kind of talking that we should, like, make sure 
people don't choose like a weird two hundred dollars something or other. Well, wouldn't that, that wouldn't that just do. be collectors editions or stuff like that at that point? Yeah, yeah. At, at that point, point, it's just it's like pretty... we need a game that has like like no one's gonna pick Final Fantasy fourteen or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so... No one's going to pick Train Simulator, all this DLC, please. You need specifically this DLC. Yeah. Uh, on the thing I said, I put most, or mo- mostly any, because I'm sure there will be... Somebody always finds an exception somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if there is a problem, obviously we'll just message you and be like, yo, we literally can't do that, but it should be, should be fine. So that's... That one, this one, I'm scared about a little bit. The reins oh. are off. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we are. How you doing on Cookie Clicker? Oh, I love it. I play it like every day. Well, <laughs> play it. Play. I play. I open my phone up at work and see how what I can spend cookies on, and then close it. So, yeah, basically. I'm I'm pretty much done Cookie Clicker now. So, Jesus. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just left it running. I'm just like, yeah, let's just leave it on. Whatever. Let's see what happens. I got 613 billion prestige points to add next time I prestige stuff like that. Like, I got, I just left it going and I'm just like, oh, okay. So I've played idle clickers. I have to do this, 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 and then this will happen. And yeah, it's the same. And then you just wait. Yeah. Yeah. And then the waiting happens. That's the hardest part. I think Tom Petty said that once. All right. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Hi, everybody.